The guests on Love Hurts occasionally use some adult language and go into some more intense subject matter. But that's kind of how real life works anyway. This is Love Hurts. I'm Brian Berlin. Today's guest is Alexis Lambright. Alexis is a comedy performer and social worker living in the Bronx. Alexis talks to me about a long period of being single in her life that featured everything from online dates to psychic premonitions. When she finally met someone she was excited about, a past relationship came back into the picture and left her trying to figure out what to do. Welcome, Alexis. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming down to yeah talk about your love hurts yeah. feelings. Yes, thanks for allowing me this space. Yeah, it's a safe space. <laughs> You're here. Um, and yeah, what did you want to talk about today? So I wanted to talk about two relationships that I've had. They are the only two boyfriends that I've... I would consider those to be my only two relationships. Yeah. Um, because the stuff in between was just kind of like... I mean, I've been on like dating site dates and stuff yeah a lot of like two to three dates with somebody and then like eh, yeah i'm good yeah yeah um so the first one was with a guy i'll just call him thing one we'll call them thing one and thing okay two. this is good <laughs> so with thing one i um actually met him in college okay and the relationship lasted two years the two of us were both um virgins as you will <laughs> Yeah, that's a phrase that people use. I get. I know what it means. <laughs> we had not had sex. Okay. Uh, and I, we'd been together. I said two years, a little over two years, and I actually ended it because I. Well, the reason I gave him was that I was feeling a lot of pressure from him to have sex, and I wasn't ready. Okay. And um, I realized later on that it was just that I kind of wanted to date other people and I didn't want to just have that one experience because we were like we were really serious and he wanted he was so sure that we were going to get married love marriage baby and the baby carriage that yes whole thing. you were like going down that path yeah um and yeah I guess I I got nervous I mean there was a big part of me that was very religious and wanted to wait until marriage and that whole thing but I knew that I wasn't going to get married for a long time and um, yeah, I don't know. I, I had to I had to end it. So, yeah. So it was a little bit of like, a OK, this is my first thing. Is this going to be my only thing? Like I'm in it for a bit and I'm not feeling like it's probably my only thing. So I should kind of get out and see what else is out there. Yes. Um, in the meantime, I think I went on like a couple of dates with people and um, nothing really worked out. I think there was one guy where I dated him for a few months, but um. Something he did really bother me. Oh, he um he said he didn't vote, and I was like really upset because <laughs> well, it was right when yeah. it was right when Obama was elected in '08. Okay, and um and he was like, no, I'm not gonna vote. That's stupid. And and then I I don't know. I like made him feel really bad about it, and then later on he was like, you know, you're right. I should have voted. But there was there were also other issues there. And, yeah, but that was that thing. Yeah, if you can like bring all the issues down to one thing of his character, it was like that was the moment. <laughs> yes, um, and then so so okay. Let me 
fast forward. So so you and Thing One dated for about two years and then yes, broke up. We broke up in 07. 07, okay. And um, from 07 to like 2017, I uh, had done like, you know, some online dating, lots of long periods without dating anybody. I was like celibate. I, I told myself um, like 2014, 2015, I said, I'm not going to date anybody because the last person I had dated was a Tinder situation. And he was like, I don't want to have a girlfriend, but would talk to me about all his personal issues with his family and stuff and like only come over for sex, stuff like that. And that just really, I'm like, okay, so you want a girlfriend, but you don't want a girlfriend. Yeah. Like you want somebody for your emotional problems and to have sex with, but not to actually deal with like the title and responsibilities that come in like being in a relationship with somebody. Exactly. Yeah, so I I um ended that. And then I decided I would not date. I like consciously made an effort to not go on dates or anything for a year. About a year and a half I did that. And then and I like started therapy and um just started doing things that I wanted to do and really focusing on bettering myself and Loving myself, air quotes. I mean, you know, it, it, it's a true thing. You want to love yourself. Yeah, and, and it's the, important. I hate when people do the whole, like, love yourself. If you don't love yourself, how can anyone else love you? And they say it in that same tone That's of voice. how everyone always says it to you. They're like, <laughs> yes. how do you know all those yeah. in the same voice? <laughs> okay, so bef- I'll, I'll backtrack. Okay. Because... Um, well, I'm about to bring something, it up anyway. Something, something <laughs> happened? Something dumb happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it must have been 2013. I went to one of those like holistic health fairs. It's called like New New Life Expo or something. Okay. Like that. And they have That's like good name. astrologers and um, people who do, you know, alternative medicine, Reiki yeah. and acupuncture and um, some infrared, like, therapy. I forget exactly what it is, but you, like, sit in a tent and it, they shoot infrared. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but they also have psychics. Okay. And <laughs> there was a psychic there uh, by the name of Jill Dane, who uh, I went to one of her talks, and she noticed that I was looking at her, and she picked up on this, this, uh, my energy and said that basically in a nutshell um you i see you with a a man named brian and he's a lawyer and uh yeah i see i see him in law um you're you're gonna be with this person so so okay that was what she said so she's like year. doing some talk with a bunch of people yes. and like calls you out yeah. in the middle of this talk. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um and then a couple years later I went back to the to the uh the expo and I saw her again and this was like right after I had um well I was dating somebody and it didn't work out cuz he he joined he joined a cult. He did, Oh my god. <laughs> he joined um what's it called um uh Landmark I don't know what this is. Yeah, it's like they post, they like, they sell themselves as um, classes to like better your life. Uh, they called a Landmark Forum or Landmark Education. Interesting. And um, it's basically a spinoff of a previous cult 
that was shut down in the 70s and it came back in the 90s and they've rebranded themselves. I think they're even going by a different name now. But anyway, so I was dating this guy. Everything was cool. Then I realized he was actually in these classes. And then he did this weekend wash where I I call it the weekend wash where you like have your brain pretty much washed. You're in in a basement for 14 hours a day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No, you're not allowed to like leave the building and they break you down and there's this idea of like if you're not with it, you got to cut out all of the stuff that isn't with the landmark. Yeah, like the way thing. of life like this. If you're not like anybody who's not following this lifestyle in your life, yes. get rid of them kind of. Yeah. So that happened. And, th- and then like after that, I found out there were like marriages that have been broken up by this whole oh landmark. Thing. God. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But anyway. So I was still a little sad about that. And I saw the psychic and she was like basically saying, you know, I can tell that you're so upset about this previous relationship, um, but I see you being in something serious uh, in the next three years. And so I calculated and I was like, okay, it's by by the time, by age 31. Yeah. Um, and then- and- at that point, too, did you bring up, did Brian, the lawyer, come up again I didn't, at the second meeting? I didn't bring it up um, because a part of me was like, well, what if she's a fraud? And then she forgot everything that I told her. Um, yeah, but you, I wanted to protect her. her. Yeah, you wanted to protect you, but all, her, but also kind of protect you in a way. Like, you're like, I don't want this dream to be dead. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So uh, a month before my 32nd birthday... I made a hard push and I was like, okay, I got to find Brian. He's a lawyer. The psychic told me about this several years ago and we need to do this. So I I did like a hashtag find Brian, hashtag Brian the lawyer. And anywhere I went, I would talk to people and say like, do you have a friend named Brian who's a lawyer? And uh, most of the time they didn't. Or they'd say like, oh yeah, there's a lawyer in in my office but I think he's dating someone or he seems really shy. I'm like, hook it up. Come on. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm running out of time. <laughs> yes, exactly. So my birthday came and went. I did not hear from a Brian, the lawyer. I was pretty, I was upset about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like not that you were actively putting a lot on this, with the, but there was a part of you that was like kind of was hoping that something would work out in this way. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, I, had little faith once, you know, a few years had passed and I hadn't met a Brian who was a lawyer. But then in that last little month, I was like, but what if, what if this Yeah, like, this there's thing? still time. <laughs> yes, exactly. But it didn't happen. And then like a few months later, I had the opportunity to meet another, I'm to meet a Brian who is a lawyer. Um, And it was... Like at my field placement, I worked in a school and we had a career day. Okay. And my supervisor invited this lawyer named Brian who lived in upstate or something like that. And he had to, basically he couldn't make it to career day. <laughs> so I missed that opportunity too. He he like had, he wrote an email saying, saying like he really wished he could make it, but he had a delayed flight. He was flying in from another state or whatever. And I was just like, fuck everything. (laughs) And at the end of the email, he wasn't like, but if Alexis wants to get dinner sometime, like. Right. Well, because I didn't say any of that. You literally know. He doesn't know who you are. Yeah. I wasn't going to tell my supervisor the reason why I wanted to switch my schedule around was so that I could 
because <laughs> I did that. Yes. Um, but it ended up being, it, it wasn't like I, you know, went too far off to meet this guy. Yes. Like, it I was, was just needed. this thing that was like an element of you being single for the years that you've been single that you were like, oh, well, this is something to think about on top of like all the other things to think yeah. about. Yeah, I yeah. see. So that was like a saga that <laughs> was happening on top of other things happening. Yes, yeah. And the other things were pretty much, I mean, after a while, I started to think about thing one and yeah. um, just wondering how he was doing because after, uh, like a few years before that or a couple years before that, I um, I noticed he would like pop up out of nowhere anytime I was having difficulty with my you know, dating adventures. Yeah. Um, he would just pop up. He'd call me or send, or he wouldn't send a text. He would always call and leave a message just saying like, hey, I was just wondering how you were doing. And I was like bothered by that. Like, why is it that you always pop yeah, up? Yeah, that timing. How do people know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I didn't want to believe that that was like, oh, it was meant to be. He's just, the universe is trying to bring us together, that kind of thing. So I blocked his number on myself. <laughs> Shut that down. <laughs> yeah. But then I started thinking about him. This was, so this was last year in like March. I started thinking about him and I was talking to my therapist and I was like, should I try to reach out to him? And she, she just kind of said, you know, you do whatever you want to do, but, but <laughs> she's not someone to give you advice. She's a good therapist. But um, I thought about reaching out to him. So I reached out. I'll say uh, it was like mm, the end of June, I uh, started um, trying to find him, like reconnecting. I unblocked his number. Yeah. And I was trying to think of why, like the last time I, when I blocked his number, he called me like 10 times in a row within like 15 minutes. And I found that to be like, ridiculous i was like what is going on and he would just leave a message just saying like hey alexis yeah uh, so it wasn't an emergency or anything it was just kind of like yeah a, yeah so i was like what is i i went back to that memory and i'm like i don't understand why he was trying to call me but um i did some research because the thing was we broke up in 07 in like 09 he joined the air force okay and he was he like was uh, in Texas and then stationed in um, Georgia for a while, for a long time. And I remember he, when we were talking, he told me the name of the of the Air Force base that yeah. he was on. So I went to Facebook this one evening in June. I went to Facebook. I went to to his page, his uh, Facebook, which he's never on there. But I noticed there was like a photo taken at that um, Air Force base. So I went through the Air Force Base's Facebook to try to find him, and I couldn't find him. And then I had this weird thought that was just like, huh, what if he was trying to tell me that he he was like stationed in the Air Force Base near my hometown in Dayton, Ohio? Lo and behold, <laughs> he was there. I went, to, I went to the website, the Air Force Base website, and I like put in his name, and a couple links came up, and one of them came up, and it had a photo of him. He was right there. Wow. <laughs> I am quite the detective. Yeah, you tracked him down. <laughs> so I got really excited, but like super nervous. I'm like, how am I going to reach out to him? Yeah. 
Yeah, because at this point, what, it's been like 10 years? It, well, the last time we had spoken, it had been about four years. Yeah, but, but then like 10 years since you had dated. Since we had dated. And yeah. I was just, I mean, my whole thing was just to see like what he's up to, yeah. how he's doing, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, because it was like he was an important person in your life for a period of time. Yes. Yeah. And um, in the photos, like, he looked really nice. <laughs> like, you know, You're like, yeah, if something some happens here, then I'm not going to hate it. <laughs> exactly. So I called the number. It seemed like a general voicemail number, so I didn't leave a voicemail message there. But I called his number on his cell phone just to see if that was still his number. And it was. And I left a message. And I checked my phone incessantly for several hours. Um, and even before that, I was like, my stomach was in knots the entire day. And then afterwards, it's like anxiety before I called him and then depression afterwards because he did not, he didn't call me back that day. It was like right before the 4th of July. Okay. So I was like, oh, well, maybe he's just, um, busy because, you know, the Air Force, they have to do stuff for like Independence Day or something. And I just got, I was just making up these excuses for why he wouldn't answer, but also also like, oh, maybe he just hates me, and that's fine too, uh, and I have to accept that. But I got like really, really sad about it. Yeah, because you put yourself out there. Yeah. So that night, I actually had an improv show, and um, I was completely out. Of, like, I couldn't do anything. I I couldn't do anything funny or anything at all. I was just really bad, and um, I noticed that this guy that I had met a few weeks prior was in the audience, but he, um, like, after the show, he kind of, like, left quickly. But the, the first time we met was a few weeks before that. He came up to me after my improv show and said, like, oh, I really enjoyed you. I'm like, that's so weird to me <laughs> because oftentimes, well, I'll just speak for myself. I've yes. never had a guy come up to me and be like, you're so funny. Can I uh, talk to you in a romantic way? Uh, that, that, if someone said it like that, that would sound very robotic. Yeah, but, but it, it was something where like they were coming up to you not just to like give you a compliment, but also to like flirt with you. Yeah, yeah. And I um, I found out that was thing too. Okay. So I found out that this guy was actually he started taking improv classes there, and um. One of the people on my improv team knew him because they were teaching him. And so uh, I told her, I was like, girl, hook it up. He looks good. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And then she told me, so that night that I was feeling really crappy because I had tried to call thing one. Yeah. Um, she said, oh, thing two is actually, he has a, a mix em up show. On Monday, so I was like, okay, well, let me try to go to that. But I was still really down about not being able to contact thing one. Yeah, yeah, you had these, like, two weird things in your life that were happening at the same time, and yes. you were trying to deal with both of them. Yeah, and um, if you can... Have you ever been in a situation where um, you see someone that you really care about, and they're, like, kind of down the way, and you, you like have your arms open up to hug them and you're like walking closer to them to hug them. And then somebody steps in right in front of them and they hug you. 
first maybe not maybe you know that wait this is a very specific thing (laughs) (laughs) so basically somebody stole the hug that you had meant to give somebody else yes yeah that's kind of how i felt about this relationship starting with you felt thing two was the guy who swooped in yes to hug you while you were going after thing one yes 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 so i started so like i i went to thing two show um, we hung out after the show, and then, like, throughout the week, we connected. He actually signed up for the same sign language class that I was taking, which I at first I thought was, like, super creepy, but I had a friend be like, oh, he's trying to impress you. Like, mm, that's weird. Yeah, that's but, a, yeah, it's a big move. <laughs> it was a very big move, um, but I'm glad he did it, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, then it was just thing two for a while, and I didn't really – it felt – like a distraction almost from thing one. Yeah, like at that point, had he ever reached back out back to you after that initial call? He did. So so actually, the following Thursday, I spoke to thing one early in the morning. Okay. Like uh, I was at work and I only had like 15 minutes to talk to him. So it was very brief, but we connect like reconnected. Things were going well for him. Things were going well for me. I felt, like, relieved that I connected with him. Yeah. Reconnected. And then that same evening, I had a date with Thing 2, and we hit it off immediately. Whoa. And so it was was weird. Yeah, (laughs) especially because you've been kind of for years trying to, like, find a place, find somebody, or not always find, like, actively searching for somebody, but in a place where you've been, like, single for a few years. Yeah. And now you have these, like, two things pop up at the same time yes and th- things were going well with thing two until they weren't <laughs> and then yeah um i'll just say that we weren't completely compatible i'll just say that okay uh, because um yeah there well i can go a little deeper into it but basically the communication wasn't where it needed to be and he broke up with me uh, about a month and a half in. Yeah, so like after a month and a half. And I was like really upset about it. And then I reached out to thing one again, just to kind of, I don't know. I mean, there was a part of me that was like, well, let me just go back to thing one. Yeah, like I had started on this path. I might as well, f- I got to finish that hug. Got to finish that, that yeah. hug. <laughs> so, and I, the thing was, I couldn't even say to thing one that I, still had these feelings like it was difficult for me to uh to like say it yeah i had been on there were a couple nights where i had been i was on the phone with him for about an hour just saying um i just i don't know i don't know like <laughs> yeah well i feel like there's such a being in a situation like that is such a thing where it's like you probably don't even know exactly what those feelings are right it's because right. you don't know it's like you haven't actually been around him you haven't so it's like in your head you're like i'd like to see if there's feelings here but i don't actually know if they're there yet or like and it's that's a hard thing to communicate with somebody over a phone that you haven't like spoken to in a while yeah and we did like a facetime once but (laughs) that's not the same thing yeah um and and i at one point got it out and said like i care about you and i would like to see what these feelings are what this is and he said like you know i think we need to 
first be around each other at some point. Yeah. But also, I live here in Ohio and I can't leave. I have to be here for another three years and I do not do long distance relationships. Yeah. It's just very much like, I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, but what if we try? <laughs> he was like, well, first we need to be around each other. We like need to see each other. Yeah. At some point. So when that happened, maybe a week later, thing two reached out to me. <laughs> and I was very much like still hurt. And I didn't want to speak to him. And then he convinced me to meet up with him. And he talked and he, he said his piece. He was just like, you know, I, I got scared, but I really, I do miss you. And I, I do think that I do care a lot about you and I want to be in your life. And a part of me was in my brain was kind of like, hold that thought. <laughs> Let me run back to thing one in my brain. Because what I did was I talked to thing one again and just I had the cash. So I bought <laughs> a flight to Ohio and I but I didn't tell him that I was going to go. Like I, I said, what if I came in a couple weekends and just like hung out, would you be around? He was like, yeah, sure. And then I bought the ticket and then I talked to him like a couple days later. I was like, okay, I'm going to be here this weekend. And he was, he didn't like that I had he, that done wasn't that a good, so quickly. Yeah, that wasn't a good move for him. And, um, but I didn't tell him, he was like, what, what's the rush? Why are you rushing to, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I sound like such an asshole right oh, now. No, but it's like... <laughs> But he, it, yeah, I mean, it's you're you were dealing with a lot of things that came all at once after there was like nothing for a while. So you're like, yeah, oh god, thank yeah. you, Brian. I'm thank with you. you. I'm with you. <laughs> so yeah, but he, I, I I couldn't even say what it was. Yeah. I was just like, I just want to hang out with you or something. Yeah, I mean, one, you're just like, I want to know if these are real feelings. Yeah, so that I can figure out if I need to commit to this thing and figure it out or to know that like these aren't real feelings and then I could see where things are going could go with this guy yeah with thing two I guess and right? I it's like and I couldn't even I didn't want to say that yeah I mean you, I don't really think you can say that shitty. I don't, yeah I don't <laughs> yeah. think you could be like hey I just want to come and see how our chemistry is because if not I got this other thing <laughs> I'm trying to figure out exactly you can't do that but I, it's like a yeah. real that's I am very much like in your I could see that thought process and yeah. i get it like i get it yeah well because i didn't communicate it very well he was pissed and he was like he got really mad at me on the phone okay he's like i'm not playing any games with you i'm not you need to be clear about what's going on here da, 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 da. and um i kind of i was silent i was just like okay and i canceled my flight like when i got off the phone with him and i realized that i fucked up like i i really I messed up and I felt really bad. And then a few days later, I hung out with Thing 2 and we started dating again. And um, that was good until it wasn't again. Yeah. In which we, um, it was interesting because I felt really embarrassed to tell people that I had gone back to Thing 2 because yeah. I didn't want people to be like, you know, why'd you go back to him? Um. You know, he broke up with you. I thought things were, you know, you know, why are you making this m same mistake? That kind of thing. But we, you know, made a commitment to communicate a lot better. Um, and then like a week before we ended it again, or he ended it, I should say, 
Um, I told the same friend who kind of introduced us. It's like, yeah, things are going really good. And then that night we had a really big fight. Well, not fight. It was, it was like an argument. Um, both of us are pretty non-confrontational. So it was like an argument and then he just left. But I was, I got really angry and like slammed the door when he left. And I had this poster board on my wall that said like, I deserve love. I deserve to be in a healthy relationship. And I had written that to myself uh, after the first breakup, just to have it on my wall to remind myself that I, if things aren't going well in this relationship, maybe it's because of, you know, maybe, maybe it's not very healthy or like yeah. just to reevaluate things. And if it's not a healthy relationship, know that you deserve to be in a healthy relationship. Yeah, like that's something, yeah, going back to that period of your time where you spent a lot of like the me, lo like loving myself period of your time. It's like coming back from that being like, yeah, I had this point in my life where I learned to love myself. And if I need to be in a place where I feel good about who I am around this person, too, as much as like the relationship is right. It's like yeah. And so um, over that the course of that week, I don't know, I got really scared and I was like. I well, so I had written this email and I said, these are the things that I think are happening with you, the things that are happening with me, things that I think we need to work on. And if you don't think that that's something you want to do, that's fine. But I think it should end. And then he called and like we talked on the phone and he was like, I think we need to end it. I'm like, fine. And then a little bit later, I was like, no, uh, no, I fucked up. And I like got really... Yeah, but you, I feel like you, you were staying true to who you were, right? And sending that email, right? It was very much like. I was. And, but then the, the part of me that, it's funny because the part of me that wanted him back was not, not in line with that email that I sent. I was yes, like. Yes, there are two different parts of you. Yeah. There was a part of me that was kind of like, oh no, I'm going to be alone again. And I was like, we can work this out within the relationship. I don't think that the things that were happening need to be done in a vacuum yeah and they're yeah and they're not things that are like unsolvable or whatever right it was yeah. just like being like yeah these are things that we need to work on in order for this to like be a successful relationship type yeah. of thing and um but he, he was like no i really think i should end it and and yeah i was like really upset about that i uh, well yeah i was upset about it and then i started getting better and then um i went and this thing too is an actor, so I went and saw a play that he was in, um, just to be supportive. But I was like super nervous about the whole interaction because um, before that, we we had texted each other and we had gotten into a text argument or something, and I like blocked his number and I bought a ticket <laughs> to the show. Like a few weeks later, when I found out he was in a play, I was like, oh well, this is the first time I'm gonna get to see him perform. I want to see him and be supportive. And I went to the play. It was a really good production. He was great in it. And there was like a reception afterwards and we were chatting and it was great. Like there was still something there, like still feelings there. And then as I was leaving, I saw him hug this woman in a way that was to suggest that he was like with her. And I got super depressed. I like I left 
before I could say anything. I wouldn't have said anything. Yeah, any, yeah. Anyway, just, like, I just kind yeah, of yeah, it kind of like, like hit you. Yeah, and um, and yeah, and I got like really upset about it. Really sad. It was sad. It was really sad about it. Um, because I know that the things that were like issues in the relationship, they're still going to be there. So it's not like I really want to be with him if those things are still there, which I know they are. But there's a part of me that that's even saying this now. I'm like, if I put it out there that I'm still holding on to him, then the universe. I fucking hate that whole like hippy dippy <laughs> stuff. But I always go back to it. But back to back to Brian the lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe I should start my Brian the lawyer search again. But yeah, no. she could have been off by a year or two. You okay. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I, I it's. I'm afraid to say that I still have feelings for him and that I still like want to be with him because the truth is I know that that wasn't a very healthy relationship. Yeah. But I'm still grieving the loss of that relationship. Yeah. And just like having that like closeness and intimacy with somebody that you cared about and then it's being like, oh, well, now that's not a thing and I want that with somebody yeah, like maybe not specifically him, but there was yeah. like good parts of him or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And and thing one is he was supposed to come back to New York. He's from New York. He's from New York and lives in my hometown in Ohio. And I'm from <laughs> Ohio and live in his hometown in New York. So it was crazy. But um, he was supposed to come like for the holidays, for Christmas and stuff. But he, I don't think he did. He never reached out to me about it. And I was like, okay, I guess that's that's it. Yeah. So now there's no thing one or thing two. <sighs> so I need a thing three. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Yeah, I mean, well, it was, you had a bit of a roller coaster there for a bit, though. Yeah. Trying to juggle, well, not even juggle, but just like having to figure out what's going on with both of these things in your life. That are very different things, but they're both happening. Yeah. There's probably at least like slightly less stress from not having to do that, some of that work. Yeah, that that is true. I mean, I feel there are days when I'll wake up and I'll think about, obviously I'll think about the way th- the good things that happened during the thing to relationship. Yeah. But also... I am quickly reminded of the not so good things. Yeah. And um, it's just been, I've been trying to do a lot of work with um, trying to push those thoughts away and uh, focus on the good aspects of my life and stuff like that. So Yeah, because it feels like there's a lot of good aspects of your <laughs> life, even though this is like a big thing that it's like you can't not think about, but it's like, yeah. Right. Yeah. I've been there. <laughs> Tell me, when were you there? When did you a have lot of, someone? A lot of years. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was like a time in my life, like right after college, I got in like, I had like my first big breakup and mm-hmm. I spent, I think it was like a year and a half to two years being like, I got to figure out myself. I got to know what I'm looking for. I got to know like who I can be in a relationship. Like did a lot of that. Yeah. And then I had that moment of like, okay, I think I'm ready. Mm -hmm. And then it was probably like another two years before I like dated anybody. Like it was a long period of time 
because it's not it's annoying you when you think that like when you're like i'm ready that you think that somebody's just gonna be there <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly. not how it works and that was like a tough thing for me because i was like yeah i'm like ready i'm in a place yeah. my head's in a place and then there was just nobody there for a while yes yeah that happened to me it so in between the tinder guy who wanted a girlfriend but not really and thing two it was almost three years yeah and um i but there was like a year and a half where i was like okay after a year and a half i was like okay i'm ready to date but there was nothing yeah (laughs) nothing it's it's kind of frustrating when you're like you're you put yourself in that headspace and then people are like oh it'll happen when you least expect it you're like well i don't I'm ready for it. Yeah, exactly. I'm always expecting it. How do you shut that part off in your brain? Yeah, I'm not, I'm like too anxious of a person to shut that off. And it's like, same. Yeah. (laughs) Oh boy. Well, Alexis, thank you for coming on and sharing so much. Thank you for having me. Do you feel better? At least somewhat. I feel getting it out there. Yeah, I'm, this is the first time I've been able to talk about it and not cry. So that. That's a pretty that's good. A, <laughs> there's it's a, improvement. Improvement. Yeah. Progress. Uh, if people want to like find out about you or like follow you on the internet, like what are some ways they can do that? Oh, okay. Uh, so you can friend me on Facebook. That's fine. <laughs> but also, oh, Instagram. Um, my Instagram handle is very complicated. So just put in Alexis Lambright. It's it's am underscore l a m b r and the number eight. So A-M underscore L-A-M-B-R-8. And then I also have a uh, another Instagram account called Fake Lifestyle Blog. It's, uh, it's called Living a Lie, and it's basically um, ways to angle the camera so that you appear to be this, like, really wealthy um, stay-at-home mom uh, instead of, like, me, someone who's, like, struggling to get out of bed sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. It's a fun little project that I do. But yeah, those are those cool. are things. Well, check them out. And yeah, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I want to keep saying that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is how we love. This is how we fight for something that's right. Love Hurts is produced hosted and edited by Brian Berlin. Theme music by Mickey Hommel. Show art by Caroline Mallon. You can find Love Hurts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about it. You can find Love Hurts on Instagram and Twitter at lovehurtspod, and our website is lovehurtspod.com. I'm Brian Berlin, and this is Love Hurts.